Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 44 of Two Left Thumbs, your weekly source of gaming news and updates. Uh, in this week's episode, we'll be talking about GameStop's new plans, uh, new Nintendo Switch hardware, Save Thieves month monthly updates. Words, words are hard, mouths are hard. Um, cheats in Apex Legends, new Battle Royale for Ghost Recon Wildlands. And go into some discussion about why the BR genre kicked off so hard. We also have all the weekly deals across all console platforms for you. My name's Static Oz, joined here as usual with my good friends, Deaf Puppies and Great Aussie Gamer. How are you dudes? Good, good, good. man. Good. Doing, doing well nice. this week. Um, doing well this week? You're doing yeah, been doing better been... than me. Oh, man. <laughs> Tell us about it. Tell what you about it. Um, so um, I continued on with some more Witcher story. I think I'm about halfway through now the main story, I think. Maybe. Nice. Maybe. I don't know. That game. That game. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, tried out Rivals of Aether for a little bit today um, with the kids, which is really fun. Um, it's like Super Smash Brothers, but with indie title main characters. And it has this whole indie charm to it. It's really, really fun. Yeah, right. um, I dipped my toe back into assassin's creed again and i thought you know what we've got a few hours left of the night this is last night and we're all right there's a quest i'll start that because i need to do this to lead into the dlc which i just purchased because i hate myself <laughs> and, um... <laughs> so all right i'll do this quest it gives me an hour whatever i start the quest all right cool all right, now you need to go do those two things. So you get three more quests. So I'll have to start the first one. That one goes through fine. Then I'll start the second one. Oh, to do this quest, you need to do six more quests. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Is, is this a part of the DLC or not? No, I'm still in the main game, man. This is like... So the, the story mission I'm doing at the moment leads... Because, I mean, spoilers, I guess. Um, the... The DLC is about Atlantis for the most part. Um, this story mission introduces all of that. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So it kind of introduces the idea of Atlantis actually being there and how it kind of came to be and all that kind of stuff. Um, so was it a free update that Ubisoft did to no, the it main was always game? There. It, was, oh, it was, always was always there. It was a, it was just a mission there that was always there. Um, it's it was never right, added. Okay. It was always there. It was intentional. <laughs> Um, that was the, the mission you do to, uh, here's what's coming, you know, um, where you've got to fight some mythical creatures and stuff, which is really cool once I actually get to them. And so that's, that's that. So I'm becoming an Assassin's Creed streamer full time now. It's my life. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I went for, I went for a bit of a nostalgia trip. Um, I picked up Jazz Jackrabbit 2 on good old games. Do you guys no. ever play Jazz Jackrabbit? Oh my god! So mm, no. you're speaking it's French a, to me right now. Oh my god! It's why you to me. <laughs> oh my god! So it's a it's a platformer made by um, Epic Games when they were a good developer. Um, <laughs> and everyone, everyone liked them. <laughs> yeah, but this is this was this. I'm pretty sure this is one of their first games, um, and it's a platform about a rabbit, and you just kind of run around and collect things and get through the levels and and shoot stuff. And it was like, it was just, like, I used to play it tons as a kid. And it was just really cool getting getting back to it and hurting my eyes with the bright colors and dicey graphics. But it was good. Where'd you play it on? Um, on PC. I bought it off, it was on special on good old games for 15 bucks. 
for the bundle of I think there's a Christmas edition and a Jazz Jackup too. So I got like it's like an expansion or something. I think I guess you'd call it. But that was fun. And then um I tried out some Gears Five. Got into the the tech test. For, oh, for how'd you get that? So I'm good. Um, I mean I haven't played Gears multiplayer in eons. Um, and I died a lot. And my ping was 200 <laughs> plus because somehow I was, I, I've had an American that I was playing with, but I was still party leader. So I was seeing some pretty high ping. I don't know if that's because of, it, it, it is a tech it, test. So it is a tech test. So we'll see how that goes. The but there was like an intro mission as well, you know, get you through all the mechanics and yeah, it, it ran smoothly. The movement felt good. The shooting felt good. Um, yeah, it, it, it was solid. I had no real issues aside from the high ping. And that could be because Australian internet, so who knows? Mmm. Definitely. That, that was that was that was my week. What about you, Gray? What are you about to do, man? I actually had a really good week playing some video games. So you after don't say. I know. It was actually really, really good. Um so after last week getting through the sinking city, which I didn't really enjoy. I was really excited about this week. So like started off the week with still downloading Gears of War 4 on the Monday. That was still happening after our <laughs> podcast on Sunday. So that wasn't ready. So I jumped back into Borderlands DLC. God, I'd like to think I'm near the end of that, but I really enjoy, I've really enjoyed it. Like for a free update. It was, it was good, huh? Yeah, you can't go wrong. It's, yeah. it's really well done. So um, I enjoyed that. And then on th Thursday, I got my copy of Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, and I have beaten it as of yesterday, and in the process of reviewing it. Got all my script ready to go. Nice. Yeah, nice. How's, how, how'd, how'd it feel? Awesome. awesome. Such a cool game. Yeah. Yeah, if you got a Switch, you got to go pick it up. The um, Team Ninja did such a good job with it. It's just, it's simple, but... It's it's just hooks you, it just pulls you in with its easy combat, but there is like still a crazy amount of depth there if you really want to get into it and you know max out your characters and your heroes and whatnot. And it's got a cool little storyline to it as well, something that's different to the Infinity War. Like it still involves Thanos and the stones and all the rest of it, but they put their own little twist on it, make it a little different. So it's really good. Highly recommend. Should nice. have the review out in. I'd like to say two days. Good. See how we go. Good. Mm. Then that's about it. What about you, Stack? I've been up to fucking nothing in the, in the world of in the world of gaming. I've just started a new job, and uh, it's pretty much just taken all my time and energy. Um, I, I sort of I sort of came into it knowing that they were extremely busy. They were ridiculously understaffed, and I was sort of one of their. I guess reaches of desperation to, to get someone on that knows their products and actually get moving again. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's given me absolutely no time to do anything. So I literally, uh, even coming out to start tonight, my my last stream title was Two Left Thumbs Episode Forty Three. That's the last time I was even <laughs> in this garage. So um, yeah, it was great. Yeah, you've um, uh, been, have been been quiet around Discord and on Twitter this week. Uh, yeah, I've, I've yeah, been we, yeah, nowhere. Been much. Yeah, I've been nowhere. So just stuck in this little void of um, of no gaming. It's it's been hurting. 
Is that going to change next week? This week? I hope coming? so, man. I hope so. I think I'm just going to make an effort, to, even even with my eyes half hand out of my head, just to come out and play some games at least. Try and get some um, some dudes in to play with us and things like that. So just just to keep yeah. things rolling. Otherwise, I, I disappear. You know. Remember, what, I mean? remember so, what a controller feels like in your hand. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. I think I managed to get in maybe an hour or two of um, Pokemon Let's Go over that whole time. And that was oh, today. Really? So, today, <laughs> they was, yeah, um, so I get, I'm grabbing the switch. I'm going to play. They had a, they, was, it, was it today or yesterday? They had a. It was a shiny mudkip. I think someone was mentioning. Ah, uh, that was in Pokemon Go. Pokemon oh, Go's community oh, event yeah, was either sorry. today or yesterday. After yeah, two different sorry, ones. You said, I heard so let's go. go. Yeah. Come so on. So what? What Very they actually do? Titles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is what they do once a month. They have um, like a community day, and they'll put they'll put out like one particular uh, like I guess what stage one or basic Pokemon will will spawn all day, well not all day but for like three hours. Yeah, so you got three hours that's all you get. everywhere. That's all you get. So you got three hours to catch this one Pokemon, try and get the uh, the best of the best of it, evolve it up, find the shinies, all that sort of stuff, and then. You get yourself some half decent Pokemon that way, but um, I completely missed it. Forgot all about it, so that didn't happen either. Oh no! It's been good. It's been good. It's great. It's fine. It's I've good. really been enjoying myself. <laughs> um, with that, let's uh, let's get into the freebies, shall we? We shall. Um, so we still have on PSN. We still have Detroit Become Human and Horizon Chase Turbo. I did a little bit of research into Horizon Chase Turbo, and by research, I mean I watched like. 15 seconds of um of footage um i mean it's a car game so that's all he needs he understands it think think like atari actually no no probably that's a selling a bit short think um like mega drive or super nintendo type car game so you sort of it's it's like for like almost third person view of your car and you you're, you're on a road that pretty much does that and that for anyone oh, it's the old arcade style. It just, just yeah. yeah, it's like a like an old arcade style sort of um, game. So all you really do is you drive around the lanes and try and dodge cars and then smash into corners. So sounds um, incredible. Sounds yeah, like I can see why it's free. Way. I can definitely see why it's free. Yeah. Um, again, Detroit become human. Go and get it. It's free. It's fucking amazing. I need to figure um, that out so I can get it. Damn it. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's amazing for for the price. Gotta get it. Uh, all right, deal of the week is Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, Deluxe Edition, which is forty-seven ninety-five. It includes the Kronos pack, which includes five pieces of epic armor, one epic weapon, and one epic mount. Uh, the Herald of Dusk pack, which includes five rare armor pieces and one rare weapon. Uh, the Capricornus naval pack. Say that five times fast. It includes one <laughs> ship design and one crew theme. I have no idea what these are, puppies. You don't. You'd understand a bit better. I know exactly um, what you're talking about. We have um, one temporary XP boost and one temporary uh, Drachmas boost. Uh, going into PSN deals, we have Hitman HD Enhanced Collection at $39.95. Jurassic World Evolution at $31.47. I said that weird, I don't know why. Uh, Outward, which is uh, $30.95. Life is Strange 2, the complete season for $44.95. Hello Neighbor for thirteen ninety five and Watch Dogs Two for twenty two ninety five. Out of that list, 
I can tell you to go and get Watch Dogs 2 for that price. If you if you only play half of it, it's worth the money. What about you dudes? What have, what have you guys played? Um, Obviously, the Hitman back in the day. Love those games. The is enhanced that? collection. Yeah, I mean, I've never yeah, played it, but it'd be if the it's the same game. as the originals. Yeah, it would be the originals. Yeah, just there, yeah it'll be the... Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah nothing. Jurassic World Evolution was... I don't know. I, oh, no, I never played that. I wanted to play that. That's like the theme park one, isn't it? Yeah, the, it's a uh, theme park builder. It's, it's, yeah, it's a theme park builder. Um, yeah. So uh, from what I heard, it was pretty good. Like It got really well received. I don't remember hearing any issues with it. Um, it was quite popular for a while too. Um, mm. So yeah, yeah probably, probably well. worth the 30 bucks of the game, especially if you're into those sim type games and the... Like the theme they generally management. don't play that well with a controller, though. Yeah, I don't like RTS games better. and that on on console. Um, would be would would be an easier way to play it. But I mean, I'm sure they had it. Felt, I mean, I know a lot of people were playing it on on controller too. So it, it, they may have worked out a decent control scheme that made it work. Can you breed T Rexes and let them out of the park to eat people? I really fucking hope so. I don't know though. That's that's kind of where where the uh, the deal would be made made or, or or broken essentially, wouldn't it? Would be exactly. Yeah. yeah. Can I, mean... I make velociraptors battle it out for a piece of steak? Human yeah. steak. Human, human steak. steak that's dark, man. <laughs> People meet. Just, just let them walk into the open yeah. the gate and let them walk in and then like build the enclosure around them. You could make a battle royale with Velociraptors and the chicken dinner is actually a person. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. We get into the battle royale stuff early, huh? Oh, all right. Uh, yeah. let's, let's jump on over to Xbox Gold. On Xbox Gold, we have Inside and Meet the Robinsons. Um, deals with Gold, we have Knights of Pen and Paper Bundle. Uh, the Bridge. Oh, hang on. Let's read some prices out here. Knights of Pen and Paper Bundle is $28. The Bridge is $4. Uh, Undead Horde is $20. The Council Episode 1 to 5. Um, you might need to sort of elaborate on what's going uh, so on here. The, the, sorry, the pricing and whatnot. The Council Episode 1 to 5 each individually are about 3 to $6. I had a whole heap of Council that's, stuff there. Basically. That's per episode, yeah? Yeah, per episode. And then the Season yeah, Pass, gotcha. which is Episode 2 to 5, was 24 bucks, But didn't include yeah, Season right. 1. So, gotcha. Okay. Um, Fearful Symmetry and the Cursed Prince, four dollars, and Absolver, which doesn't have a price. Yeah, I think it was like twenty three bucks for memory. I got yeah. distracted midway through <laughs> typing all this out. Fearful Symmetry and the Cursed Prince. What is going on with some of these titles, man? Um, so oh. Fearful Symmetry and the Cursed Prince is you. It's a it's a, kind of like a puzzle game, but you've got you've got two rooms. And you have a character in each room, but you have to move them at the same time and get them through like these little mazes and there's all these little puzzles you've got to do with the two characters. Uh, Does yeah, that okay. make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like a top-down yeah. thing. You're looking at a map and you've got to kind of work yeah. your way around with these two characters. Um, it, was, it, it looks interesting. Four bucks, probably definitely worth picking up. Um, now, now the title makes sense. Yeah, fearful symmetry. <laughs> but no, I don't think. I still don't think it does. There's, there's, yeah. there's a cursed prince in there, you know. Well, okay, it makes. What about weird. if I'm scared of symmetry? Is it still worth four bucks? I mean, maybe. Technically, maybe it's not fully symmetry because one side's one color and the other side's another color, so it should be okay. 
I'll be all right. Amy. So for for all those people that are fearful of symmetry, it's okay. You can, it's safe to buy this title. And if it's not, let me know, and I will apologize profusely. Oh, <laughs> um, right, we'll jump. Yeah. Jump over to Switch. Yep. We got uh, Just Dance 2019, uh, which is seventeen dollars forty eight, which I'm sure I'm bound to get because I have two daughters who are into dancing. Hooray! Uh, yeah. over daughters are into dancing. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> my code, man. Jesus. Uh, overcooked is thirteen dollars. Um, daily with it. South Park: The Fractured but Whole, twenty two forty eight. Uh, Resident Evil 4, 26.36. Rayman Legends, 14.98. Assassin's Creed 3 Remaster is 41.97. And LA Noir is $19.78. Um, for me, sort of looking at that, apart from the uh, the reluctant purchase of Just Dance 2019, I'll be probably looking at Rayman Legends, I think. What about yourself, Gray? Um, well, I've played... Played Resident Evil Four. I played Rayman Legends uh, a while ago. The Assassin's Creed one is interesting. I don't know how it runs on the Switch because it's a pretty big game. It mm. is. Um, I've played three on console, and I actually got the remaster with the DLC that I downloaded, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know how to run on Switch. It's, it's a big game to put on there. Yeah, and, and the controls. I don't know how the controls would work very well. Like docked, obviously, with a pro controller would be fine but playing that handheld would be pretty tough i think but i'm not too sure three was my least favorite of the assassin's creed so i'm not that interested did, for did you play unity yeah i've played all the assassin's creeds apart from odyssey even and the you weird like unity more i like unity way more than three really okay. really really you okay. are the only person i've even heard say that they like unity which is amazing yeah. But in, oh, yeah. in saying that, in saying that, I didn't like Black Flag, and I'm the only person I've ever heard say that. So, get out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's been great, guys. <laughs> and and La La Noir, I've played that too, and beaten that one a while back. Again, I don't know. I would definitely wouldn't go back to the Switch for it because it wasn't. It was good. It was interesting. That was done in Australia, actually. They developed that in uh, Team Bondi. I think it was. Did that one before they went bust or got taken down? That that's the game that has all the um, really cool like facial capture, and you've got to like you know watch the characters when you interview them and try and tell if they're oh, lying okay. or bullshitting. So, yeah, or, right, okay. And yeah, so they motion captured everyone's face um, for it, so, and it was quite good at the time. the The combat was a bit. Is pretty basic. The idea is more yeah. the detective side of things. But for $19, I mean, if you haven't played it and you've got a Switch and you've got, you know, some time to kill, might be interesting to pick up. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah that's it. All right, we'll jump on over into news and updates, shall we? Uh, we've got uh, GameStop is trying new things. GameStop has unveiled a plan for new types of retail stores. In a news release, GameStop said they're going to introduce new ways for shoppers to try games before they buy them. Uh, the stores themselves will have a unique layout and some and sorry, new, unique layout and purpose. Some of the store concept will be focused on competitive gaming and homegrown e-leagues, while other concept stores will exclusively sell retro games and hardware. The new stores will be piloted in a select market 
select market quotation. Uh, though GameStop didn't say exactly where they'll be tested or if it'll be somewhere in the United States. So they're going to be sort of outfitting different stores in different manners. Yeah. So GameStop's had, I mean, for those who don't know what GameStop is or for those who are in Australian by extension, EB Games, um, uh, slowing down on the market end of things because of the way digital sales have gone. And this is kind of their... This is their attempt to kind of go, all right, we need to we need to do something to kind of stay afloat and become relevant again and keep moving with the time. So uh they're yeah, looking at like so maybe like some like say where like some big cities like Vegas or something they might because there's more than usually more than one store in like a larger city. So yep. um one might have they might have a, a retro outfit, they might have something to host, um esports comps in as well maybe one of the larger stores um hell they might even go the way of having like some kind of arcade gig going too but um they've got to they've got to try something yeah i mean there's some there's some really cool there there can be some really cool ideas there i mean i'm my mind instantly goes to like a, a games workshop type store where they've actually got people in store that will you know like yeah if for anyone that doesn't know games workshop do like warhammer warhammer 40k tabletop miniatures that you model paint and then play the games with so they've actually got people in there that will sort of teach you the basics of painting they've got uh, people that will teach you the basics of um or help you teach help teach you the basics of playing the game itself the rules and all that sort of thing so i wonder if they're sort of looking at that that line of things where um maybe they might you know you've got you've got staff in there that'll actually sort of help you know, like a like a, a youngster through a game or or you know towards okay well, what kind of game do you do you like playing so we'll get that down and then they'll sort of direct you towards a game and then sort of play a couple of games with you and help you out that way yeah They're really interesting well maybe maybe even exhibition matches between locals yeah um trying to get people interested in tabletop stuff or yeah i mean maybe not so much D, but it could happen i guess i mean a lot of people streaming D&D do you see do you see that lately. happening do you see that happening in australia i see eb games closed within the next five years yeah probably they'll shut that I don't yeah, if, if they don't do something that does bring people in i see it because you always see the the bargain bins that they're chockers you know what i mean like the, yeah the, their, their biggest you know what it looks like from the outside looking in like their biggest revenue is like pre-owned games so yeah, at the it moment it seems at, at the moment it seems like that's where their money's being made. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, they got yeah, a, I, I could be completely wrong. I'm talking way out of school there, but it's what it looks like. You know, those bargain bins are always full. See, and it's also the the thing with uh, with it, especially in Australia, is EB Games is losing a lot of headway to other places that are doing a lot more plus games like JB Hi-Fi. I mean, JB Hi-Fi beats EB Games every time for games mm. and they sell all the other crap that brings everyone else in where yeah, EB Games is just yeah. completely niche. That's it. They're games and they tried to spread out to do, you know, the figurines and the pop vinyls and all that stuff, but well, see, it's that's, clearly that, not that's, working. That's an example of the separate store thing they could do as well. Because, I mean, they have, I can't, I can't recall. They have Zing. Now. Zing. Yeah, that's it. It's that's like a separate yeah. store and all it does is sell merch. Like gaming and like, and that's yeah, that's more sort of aimed at your like your pop, yeah, your, 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 I guess your your geek culture sort of thing. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't see him hanging around for very long. I see yeah, JB just just forcefully, aggressively pushing them out of the market just yeah. by pricing them out. Well, just call me Ben said, can... said in chat here, you know, it's, you know, they've got to do something. Otherwise, they'll go the same way as the you know, video libraries, you know, like video easy and, yeah, exactly. and those sort of things. Yeah, like Blockbuster and all that. They're all, blockbusters and the technology you... is changing. We're moving away from physical media. Yeah. Um, and you can imagine what it's going to be like in five to 10 years. Hardly, and not many of us will buy physical media now. I know I don't. I don't think you guys do that much. Um, not often, no. No. And could you imagine in five years, ten years? Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, I'm, I, I, it's rare that I get a physical edition now. Um, yeah, same. I, I'm in the exact same. Yeah. So, I think the last physical edition of anything I bought was Destiny Two, and that was that was like we did a midnight launch for that. And that's the only reason I did it was so I could go and attend the midnight launch. Yeah, you know, I mean? otherwise, yeah. I would have just got on both both consoles yeah. Um, online. Yeah, yeah, I got a um. I think the last physical was was AC Odyssey, but I've switched. Like I, I said, when I bought my um my DLC, buying the game digitally was an extra twenty bucks. So I got just one of the special editions that was like fifty percent off at the time. So yeah. now I'll go. I'll go get rid of the physical copy, and now I have it digitally anywhere I go, which is good. Um, yeah. yeah. Ben brings up the point of collector's editions, um, which I That's love. literally the only reason I bought Destiny 2. It's the only physical. reason I bought my physical yeah. now as well. But even then, um, companies are doing them less. Like, Yeah. But, and they're also, you buy straight from the developer as well. Like you buy straight yeah, from exactly. the publisher. You go yeah, to their eventually website. Eventually, the statues, it's yeah. all there. The statues, like, all the figurines come out for resale or they sell separately anyway, like six months down yeah. the track. So it's worth waiting, yeah. you know. You pay fifty bucks in a statue as yeah. opposed to paying an extra eighty or ninety. Yeah. Um, yeah. Black Rages are uh, commented in chat too. They've got a cafe there that has all the consoles and they hold games nights along with board games. Um, that's exactly the kind of thing I was kind of thinking of. You know, um, like your games workshop type stores do that as well. Like they'll hold like a um, like a comp night, not not like a not super competitive, just a competition night where you can go and take your armies in and. Um, you know, people will be playing Warhammer 40k on one table, and another set will be playing um, like more realistic sort of tabletop war games on another table. Uh, people are playing Magic: The Gathering or or Pokemon or, or any kind of sort of card game as well. So that's that's the kind of thing I think they'd sort of need to get into is having more of that sort of thing, and it could well be going that way. Yeah. Um, I think that's what will bring people in. You know what I mean? Just Getting people into to more of a community sort of feel, more more involved, more in, inclusive. Yeah, yeah, and like you could, they could, they could reach out and get, you know, nearly every major city, no matter where you go, would have would feature some pretty prominent streamers or YouTubers or something like that. Imagine getting them on board for like a community night where you come in and meet them or yeah, go yeah, in part, and play some games with, with them and partner up yeah. with like a, yeah. yeah a Twitcher or, or or a mixer or a YouTube partner or whatever and just. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And just say, all right, come and yeah. meet this person, you know, like, and the content creator in question, because, all right, cool, community meet up here. And they could work with those brick-and-mortar stores yeah. to kind of bring people into them and yeah. get to have an event with their community as well. You know, it would be something they could kind of... I mean, there'd be costs and stuff that would have to be taken care of, but I'm sure arrangements could be made fairly easily. I'm sure they could. EB Games, yeah. sign me up. I'll exactly. Up. Call me. This going. Let's go. Guaranteed to pull in three people. At least. 
<laughs> and they're the ones I pay money to come in. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just hold this sign up saying "Go Gray" and bring this Go in gray. with you. Yeah, please wave yeah, it around. Please, I'm gonna be yeah. your friend. Yeah. All right, we'll jump into some Nintendo Switch news. Uh, not long after the announcement of the Switch Lite, Nintendo has announced hard a hardware revision to the standard model of Nintendo Switch, which is great because I just bought one. Uh, which is intended to replace the current stock of Nintendo Switch with one major change that's an invisible one that sports a significant, significantly longer battery life. Um, so, yeah. Hooray. Yay. So I think it nearly, <laughs> the battery life is like nearly double, but this is, I think this is coming out because they've done, they've, they've got the light now. And now that they've done that, they have better hardware. How old's the Switch now, the OG Switch? How old's that now? A few years? Uh, I'd say three to four, maybe. Three to four years. So the they, they have newer tech, I'm assuming, that extends yeah, the battery yeah. life. I think it's a new chipset or something they're doing. Yeah, they, they've, they've come up with a new chipset as well for their sort of pro style. Well, this Excuse isn't me. the pro, um, apparently. No, yeah. No, it's yeah. just they're bringing, they're updating their, uh, what what would we call it? entry? No, not entry level. They're, they're, they're intermediate level, I guess we could call it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just it's because oh, I mean the parts for the old switches would be getting expensive now because they'd be in short supply. So yeah. upgrading it to the new one makes sense to kind of. So I wonder if they're bringing in that new chipset with it. Gray, do you know anything about that or? No, nah, I think it's just the battery. Um, I don't think they do the because the new chip that they want to put in it, that new mobile one that's out, um, that would require like. Yeah, that's an E3 moment or their own conference, their own Nintendo Direct yeah. or something. You come mm -hmm. out and because of the difference it'll make, um, yeah, that's something you don't just yeah, leak out is, and just this, let it go. This is, this is, yeah, it was fairly quiet kind of. Yeah, this is happening. This is cool. Um, but, I mean, the um, Xbox and PlayStation do the same thing. They'll release new SKUs and not really tell anyone about it and it might have, you know, a better Wi-Fi card in it or yeah some small component added to it to make it a bit better or but without changing the core of it or what it is yeah it's more quality of life stuff than anything yeah yeah it's not going to affect what games you play on it yeah yeah cool uh all right um uh, new updates from sea of thieves sea of thieves is upping the ante yet again with monthly updates Log into the game now on Xbox One or PC and you'll be greeted by the very first one, the Black Powder Stashes. Like the name suggests, the update brings quests that send players off in search of gunpowder barrels. Uh, anyone that's watched me and puppies play this will be really <laughs> enjoy those. Um, as you complete voyages and score the extremely expensive booty, uh, you'll be able to earn new titles and exclusive cosmetics for your ship. Um, you'd know more about that, puppies. What's 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 happening? What, what are they doing? Um, something I haven't dipped into yet. I only noticed this kind of through today. But um, so it's, it's the, it looks like the um, rare developer rare are looking at doing like a smaller update similar to this every month. So, and I'm, I'm assuming they're going to theme it. This one's around explosive barrels, and you get. I'd be interested to see if they continue doing like different titles every month because if someone's away for a few months they come back they've got a lot to catch up on I mean most of it's going to be I'm assuming fetch quests and very similar to what it is now um, as far yep. as the questing system's concerned um, 
But I mean, who doesn't like explosives? Right? <laughs> Unless you're on the opposite end of it. <laughs> I've never I've never played it, so I Oh I'm my god, too. we need to do a night with you at some point, Gray. This yeah. is some shenanigans. All I can say is don't grab the boom boom barrels. Right. Yeah. You've been warned. You no, never no. grab any are they red? Yes. There you go. So you never grab anything red in a video game, guys. No. You bad. shoot at it. <laughs> no, you wait for someone to grab it, then you shoot at it. That's right. You wait till it's moving, then you shoot it. Even better. Alright, well that'll be fun. We've we get into that. Um so that's that's available now, yeah? Yeah, it should be available yes. now, yeah. Is awesome. that cross play or how does uh, yeah, Xbox cross-play? and PC, yeah. Xbox and PC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Uh, all right, Recon Royale. Ubisoft said last year that the technical challenges involved in adding a Battle Royale mode, you don't know how hard this is for me to cover, guys. Battle Royale mode to third, third-person shooter Ghost Recon Wildlands made it impossible to undertake right now. Apparently, it's made some progress since then because the final major update to the game will add a new mode called Mercenaries that will bring what sounds like is a uh, small-scale BR survival experience to the mean streets of Bolivia. The Mercenaries is an eight-player PvPVE free-for-all mode that begins with each player alone and unarmed. Job one is to scrounge, we- scrounge weapons and gears in or gears and gear in order to uh, be able to effectively fight unit ad forces and other players. The larger goal is to find and activate radio transmitters that will gradually reveal the extraction zone on the map. Much like much like a uh, the ring in any. Typical mm-hmm. BR, right? So mm-hmm. once you've acti- activated three transmitters, a chopper will come in. The extraction zone will be revealed to everyone when it lands. The first player to fill their extraction gauge and get, get to the chopper wins. So um, that hurt. Static, that hurts. I'm, interested. That hurts. I'm interested. Talk to me. That hurts. I want to say, is, I, it, I, is it hurting you because you enjoy, enjoy Wildlands and you enjoy that style of game, but you're not a fan of the Battle Royale? <sighs> I mean, look, I'd be mass- it'd be massively hypocritical of me to say I don't like Battle Royales because I, I do enjoy them. I just don't think everybody fucking needs one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope Forza gets one. Oh, you know what? I would play the a Tetris Forza fucking BR. has one. I would play a I would play a Forza BR. Yeah. If, have you Have you played any of their like elimination modes? Which one? No. You You remember what was the the is it like the zombie mode? Remember that one? Where you like oh, drive what? around and you've got a... In um, Forza. Is it Forza? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, like little mini games. Yeah, like yeah. The little mini games. Imagine that yeah. with 100 cars. And if you get bumped, you're done. <laughs> and then so like, they add to the pile. And so there's like Sounds 100 interesting. cars just chasing this one little car around. <laughs> it would be so chaotic and beautiful. Yep. Yeah, it is kind of like that too. Now that you mm. say it, I, I hate that mode <laughs> even more. <laughs> You've destroyed it. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't what's, know. What's, I don't yeah. know. Look, you, I mean, are you going to try it? An eight-player, right? PV. I'd, I'd like to see the size of the map because eight-player is their normal PvP size anyway. <clears throat> I've not played their PvP at all, but I've seen a couple of people who are quite good at it play it, and it does look like a lot of fun. But it's it's extremely tactical. Um, yeah. To to me, it's honestly it just sounds like an extension of their PvP already. 
when they when they say they got PVE in it as well, is that just like low level grunts or are I, there mini I don't bosses? Know. Or I don't know. What's in the game now? Like, can you? Is there any form of boss? Not the. Or can everyone be one really. shot? Not really. Most people can be killed pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's there's. <clears throat> I'm trying to, yeah, you know, I'm thinking back to a point, but there's no real boss fights in the game. So it's it's always about tactical. It's always about um, your ability to sort of move around it unseen or, well, that or um, take care of a situation once everything sort of, once, you know, once you're detected and everything goes loud. So it's... So the, the, P, the, the PVE side of this sounds like it's, you know, the bottom, like... It's not the main selling point. It's just kind of the, the PV, it's PVE. Just, yeah, yeah, you're just gonna have no, to no. That's no, running around. That's the biggest part of the game. I oh, know we're talking yeah, about in, the, in, most... in this BR bit. Um, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't looked at it at all. I've, you know, having the last week, absolutely, because it it kind of this news came out maybe Monday, Tuesday, and oh, I really that's... wanted to sort of get yeah. into it and find out about it. And um, I haven't been able to look at anything, unfortunately. So, so is this free and it's out now? Um, I don't know if it's out now. It will be free. It's yeah, it's okay. it's their last edition before um before breakpoint in yeah, October. Yeah, it's part of the last big update before they switch over yeah. to the new game. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, and that's what they've they've titled it an update, not a, not anything else. So I tell you what, that, to me that would say I'm, free. Yeah, I am like really impressed with the effort ubisoft have put into this game post-launch yeah because i don't think it didn't it didn't re- launch well did it, it didn't, no it didn't go super well i can't remember if it was like it just didn't review well or if it was released in a pretty tight window with some bigger games but no, i just remember it didn't it didn't go crazy I'm, I'm not sure what the reason was but yeah it didn't launch well when no, i when i played it the beta didn't back. didn't particularly grab me when, like, yeah, but radar, there's there's a lot of stuff in it. There's a lot of stuff in it now that wasn't to start with, like ghost mode. Yeah, um, it was pretty. Bad I don't, ones. I don't think they had. The, no, they didn't have the tier one mode um, from launch. So things like that would have really, really kicked that game off. Imagine from from day dot, you had that game in ghost mode. Um, if anyone that doesn't know what ghost mode is, it's pretty much a permadeath. Like you die, you're dead, you start again. Um. <laughs> So imagine they had the, world game. Yeah, imagine they had. Um, well, yeah, yeah. There's, there's certain rules. You you don't fly a helicopter. You don't fly anything, and you don't ride a motorcycle. You know, they're, yeah. they're pretty basic yeah. rules that most people play. Yeah, so to... You put a seatbelt on. You wear your life vest. You fucking buckle <laughs> right up. You know, you walk around like the camouflage yeah. fucking Michelin man. Yeah. So if if they had that off the bat, <laughs> very um, I feel it might have launched a lot better. Yeah, okay. Well, it is good from everything I've seen, not playing the game before, for Breakpoint. Yeah. Because all the effort you've seen that they're doing to this game, right. they're obviously going to, they're trying to take that momentum into this. Absolutely, into yeah. Their sequel. So, and if they do that and they hit it right, yeah. then the sequel should be really Like they've, in the, over the last couple of months, they've put new missions in as well in the lead up to Breakpoint where you actually meet uh, Cole D. Walker, who is, you know, the character played by John Bernthal. Oh, is he voiced point? by a minute? Yep, yep. Yeah, nice. So yeah, they've they've put him in it already. You've 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 already played alongside him. You've dealt with him, sort of thing. Um, so that's really cool. How awesome is that? That yeah. they can update they that, that game story, to tie yeah. before the next one. Yeah, 
Man, games fucking kick ass these days. As, as long as it doesn't launch like Destiny 2, I think we should be okay. <laughs> if anything launches like Destiny 2, holy Jesus. <laughs> um, Everyone should learn their lesson from that game. Yes. Oh, I, 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 yeah. Most developers have, which is good. Yeah. Most. I think so. Cool, cool. All right. Um, um, real quick, though, when's Breakpoint release? Uh, October 4th, I want to say. October 4th here in Australia, I believe. Yeah, okay. so that, that's the weekend before PAX. Man, that's a, yeah. that's a fucking busy few months. But that, yeah, it, it is, is good busy. because that gets that gives us a good three weeks with Borderlands 3. <laughs> that's right. And that also in that three weeks, we've got a few yeah, of Destiny 2 in. Yeah. Whew. We're going to be really, uh, we're gonna be busy around August, September, man. It's going to be Yep. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that September will see me into Borderlands 3 and then into um, Ghost Recon. Yeah. After that, I'll probably look at Destiny. But um, yeah, I think that's a go. Anyway, mm-hmm. we'll jump on to the next one. Um, this is uh, talking cheats in Apex, Apex Legends. Since launching in February, Battle Royale Apex Legends has suffered its fair share of cheaters. I don't know if you guys have seen some of the videos. They've been unreal. Um, some people are even making good money developing cheats for players to use. The game's developers recently detailed some of the steps it's taking to squash cheating. Uh, these include developing new systems to detect cheating, adapting to new cheats, and devoting additional resources to the problem. But one is particularly noteworthy, a new system that will match known cheaters into the same games. I think that's the better, best one of them all. Yeah. Um, Respawn community manager Jay Frischette uh, explained last Friday, we know of reports of cheaters. We know reports of cheaters, especially in ranked, have been a hot topic. So this week, we also wanted to provide a little visibility into some of the work that's been going on behind the scenes to combat cheating. Awesome. That's Let so cool. Yeah. Fight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and Black I, I love. I mean, press the I button love and the try fact, to win. I love the fact that they're <laughs> they're um putting no, you know, known cheaters into the same games. It's gonna be you know, imagine, the thing... the, imagine the salt shaker that's gonna be. <laughs> the only thing that could make that even possibly better is that the, all the cheaters get put into the same match, and if they die, their IP gets banned from playing the game. But if you win the game, you can keep playing as your little cheater with your cheater friends. The true your cheater battle party. royale. <laughs> the true battle royale. <laughs> After that, you get Probably banned enough. by your IP, mate. I like it. That's what That's should cool. happen. That's what should happen. Like if you if you die out in that match, you you just straight down perma band. Yeah, that's it. Just straight if IP you band. You lost the one person. The one the one team that wins gets to go in, go into another. Go into another one. Yeah. Dying releases a Trojan virus into your computer, oh and just wipes everything. <laughs> just sets it on fire. Disables your phone so you can't call the police or ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, Resport, if you're listening, you're welcome to that one. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm not sure how that would work legally, but you can take that one, run with it, see what you can do. <laughs> it's good that they're taking a strong stance, especially in ranked. I mean, I don't play Apex at all, but ranked mm. in any competitive game, PvP, is it's crucial to keep that. Yeah. as honest as you can because the yeah. s- second it starts to devolve into shit and cheating and it just becomes pointless the thrill yeah. of the ranking system is you know you lose it with cheaters 
yeah. it's good that they're doing this. Benzies asked, was there a game where cheaters or pirates had something done to them in a game before? And um, GTA 5 did something like that. I can't remember if it was across all platforms, but I remember GTA 5 put all known cheaters into one server with dunce caps on. <laughs> with what on? Dunce, dunce caps. caps. <laughs> they literally had like this big cone hat with dunce written on it. Dunce. Yeah. I think I, I know, I can't remember them all, but I know there have been a few devs that have kind of stuck it to cheaters by doing something similar to what um what GTA did. And they're just like, either put them in a room or just kind of marked them as a cheater, just like cheekily. Um, yeah. yeah, I've heard I've heard of um devs if they if their game gets pirated, they'll do something weird to the code of the game so that it'll like, you know, say something really loud and obnoxious on your screen or, you know, something similar like that. But yeah, I'm sure there's I'm yeah. we have to look into that. I'm sure there's some cool ones that people have done. Yeah, there there have been there have been quite a few. I can't think of any others off the top of my head. But um, yeah, that, that one came to mind. Big Stone brought it up in chat as well about the dunce caps. But yeah. um, it was yeah, it was the one straight off the top of my head. I remember the GTA Five put dunce caps on cheaters. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. All right. So off the back of two, uh, two, I guess newsworthy battle royale pieces. Uh, how did the battle, uh, the battle royale genre, get so possible, so popular? I'm struggling again this week, dudes. <laughs> um, the VR genre lit up gaming in a big way. They basically threw away the standard game format with no story, no explanation while you're there, no progression or development. Many games released in a similar time were slammed for poor story, character development, and repetitive gameplay. Yet VRs were never held up at this standard. Was it basically the right time for that sort of disruption in the market, or did they just get lucky? Or was it something else completely? What do, what do you guys think? Go puppies. It's psychology. <laughs> um, the way like the VR works with the human brain, there's like um, I mean not not just psychology, the whole the whole heap of factors. But you know you get that win, right? Or you get close, and there's a kick of dopamine. You're like, Fuck yeah! You get amped up, and you're like, right, we're gonna do it again. I gotta get that sensation again. That's almost like almost like an addiction, like. You, you get that you get that high just as you either win or you get close. You know, we I mean Static and I have experienced this firsthand. Like every night again we'll play some Apex. Like, no, just, <laughs> Apex. no, we can't go out like that. One, one more. more. Just one <laughs> more. And that's why it started picking up a lot of pace, because a lot of people are enjoying playing. A lot of people like watching those kind of high stakes, whereas you know, it's you versus, you know, generally around hundred people. And for the most part, there's skill that like, gets you to the end a lot of luck too but it's how you get yourself in and out of the situation it's, it's all been luck on my part yeah it's mostly luck on one too <laughs> let's be honest yeah. i mean generally lucky that my crosshairs hit a target uh, but yeah so that, that, that i mean and then there was that and then now everyone was playing it and then everyone was making them and they were just everywhere so we didn't have much of a choice but to play them or nothing at all but that's 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 my theory on it. Is it's, it's all part it's all part of part of just how how that kind of play style works with the way the human brain works. It's also like that is definitely a major part of it for mm. sure. Um, I also think like it's how long have we had you know it, third person shooters, first person shooters, you know shooter type games in general. 
every single game releases with the same modes team deathmatch normal deathmatch you know capture the flag the the list is it's pretty solid to what you're going to get doesn't matter they might change the name of it a little bit or you know tweak it a tiny bit but you break it down the concept is still the exact same and it's been like that since fucking goldeneye yeah you think about it, that's that's a long time that is a very long time to have the same, pretty much same game modes. I mean, some have perfected it better. You know, you look at Halo and stuff like that has been, been yeah. those ones. So I also think that when it came to a competitive shooter game, you know, that when these came in, this also was like, a, that was also a major factor in it. This new style, a new way to play with this permadeath system in place. In regard, in, instead of having, you know, something where you respawn and, and get to chase the guy after, chase the flag down again, or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon a lot of it was uh, market saturation as well. You know what I mean? Like, it was fucking everywhere. It really the fact was. that, um, you know, the fact Fortnite came out as free to play, I think that really sort of. Um, yeah, that free to play really, really, really moved it, it right in, along. Yeah. Oh, they kicked it into gear big time. Um, but I mean, you know, look, it's it definitely wasn't the first. It wasn't wasn't the first by far. But they kicked it kicked it into gear big time, and the uh, the constant updates, like they they were literally doing weekly updates. You know what I mean? So the constant updates in that game, and um, the attention that Epic gave it. Definitely, definitely drove. I, I feel it's it's probably driven not only VR but gaming as a whole um, more in the last five years than any other any other game type. Hundred percent, mate. Easily, yeah. easily. And it's not. It's it's actually entertaining to watch. I mean, I can't watch a a, a pro player pick anyone you want play a Call of Duty match. Like. Yeah, fucking boring, mate. I'd rather go play it myself than watch you. Like your skills, hundred percent. You've got awesome skills, but I don't want to watch this because I've played it for the last twenty freaking years. So, I think the BR was also another one because in in battle royale, as much as it is skill, like especially when we're talking like Fortnite. Let's you know, we'll just might as well focus on Fortnite for now because it is the biggest and probably will be the biggest battle royale. You know, ever done in that game the there's more it's more about game sense just as it is you know having fast reactions and quick build speeds and being able to edit fast and whatnot it's more or less like knowing the map and knowing what's going to spawn where and where the hot drops are and where's the best loot and vehicles and all that type of shit because they've also got mechanics in there where it caters to more newer players think of like bloom on your gun you know apex legends yep. has hit scan that's yep. the development tool that they use so that's like you put your crosshair on them wherever your crosshair is you pull that trigger or hit the x button or whatever it is if your crosshair is on them you will instantaneously you'll hit them the computer will work it out whereas fortnite has a bloom effect and it'll just like it'll use the crosshair depending on the gun the accuracy and all that that's how it detects if it's going to hit someone it's more so of a guide. <laughs> yeah, it is more of a guide. But that allowed that game to just blow up because you could be a new player, 
coming in and still kind of challenging and still doing all right. Yeah, I mean, you're never going to go if you go up against someone. And like a higher skill gap. Yeah. 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 And free. Yeah. Very much free. Mm. So, and the, the events that Fortnite or Epic have done with Fortnite and how big they've taken that. I mean, that is, it, that's insane what they've done. It with is. That. The amount, the amount they've is. put into it has been crazy. Yeah, I don't even know what they, season I, they're up to. They've literally just had another. I think it's another end of season sort of related to the the, the newer the newer the thing where whether the people that normally like leak the new Fortnite events they've like banded together and like no we're not going to do it this time apparently yeah. I don't know why yeah. well, they just, <laughs> I don't, they, just I don't, had the... they 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 grew conscious at some point and like, no we're not going to do it this time. That, that's another another reason why that battle royale has taken off so well is also again on the back of Fortnite doing doing those live events. I mean, Marshmallow. I don't I don't listen to his music or anything like that, but it doesn't take a genius to Google him and you find out he's a massive entertainer from America. Yeah, exactly, that live yeah. event they had, they actually had him in the studios DJing that, and they were broadcasting that live into the game for millions upon millions of people across the world. That's great. That's how, that's, that's that's how that what, happened. Yeah, that's how. That's how. And it was sense. all animated and everything. He had his own concert in the game. Yeah, as um, it, as it was happening, as it was happening. That's crazy. And you know, and that like there was there was some pretty funny clips um, leading up to it. They were obviously doing tests to see how this was going to work. And Marshmallow was um, in the Epic Games studio, and you could go, you could hear him come up to the mic, and you go test test this is marshmallow hello everyone or something like that and people were like flipping out because they're playing the game next minute you've got this bloke coming through your headset talking to you live from their studio i mean that's that's pretty wicked when you can have a game that be updated that, yeah. like that you know and I mean, those live a, events that's, a, that's, that's just real time so updating. many people in so many people watch those events and, and log um, into the game What's been what's been brought up in chat by um, both Ben and, and Vengeance is um, what they've done for like, I mean I know this is, we've we've kind of gravitated around Fortnite and there's more BR games than that, but what they've done for um, gaming in general like crossplay, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that, yeah. This, yeah. this 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 BR popularity has 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 kind of pushed that into like Epic Games becoming successful and having that that kind of move to get that crossplay going. Which is, yep. which is really cool. Yeah, if anyone who says Fortnite's been bad for gaming is just... They just don't like Battle Royale. Or they don't like the genre. You know, it's... Regardless, even or if they you just, don't Or like they just want to hate on Fortnite. Yeah, which yeah. is... Yeah. You know, There's always the that bandwagon to jump on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, I I used to play... We all used to play Fortnite. I mean, I was, I was lucky enough I got to go to the Oz Open Summer Smash and compete for like half a million dollars in Fortnite. Like that's what this game has done for a how long. How much of that prize money did you see? Fucking zero. <laughs> I got absolutely hosed. There was no chance yeah. in hell I was winning with my busted controller that they gave me. They gave me a fucking a third party PS4 controller that didn't work. I couldn't move my stick. Mid game, I've got the coach behind the ref behind me. A hundred other players in the stadium. I got the ref behind me, and I'm like, I take my headset off. I'm like, mate, this thing's fucked. How? Bam, dead. And I'm like. 
<laughs> what the hell? <laughs> that, that that was my go. Hacks. Yeah. No. So that's it. That's all you got. You got the one one attempt. That's it. No, no, no. We got three three games, something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. No. But that's that's the type of stuff that they've that they've done. What? Yeah. No, no other game's done that yet, and no other genre has had the opportunity to do that. I mean, you look as good as Halo is. And as good as Call of Duty is, and all those games that uh, have that really big competitive side, none of them have made a dent compared to the, you know, the splash that Epic Games have done with Fortnite and the Battle Royale. None. And I don't think yeah. any will get close to it for a while. Yeah. Maybe for a while. Something, for a while. Come up. Something always comes up. I mean, before this oh, was, yeah, definitely. funnily enough, before this is Minecraft. I mean, look at the boom yeah. it had with gaming, and ironically, it was the first game with BR. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's been there's been enough BR. Oh my god, before. that's it. That's why everyone's doing BR because that's what starts gaming cultures. As long as your game has one mode of BR in it, that's what happens. That's how you get your kick off. You don't be sent. <laughs> <laughs> well, like we look at, how often do you, we get a new genre of game? Would have, Think would about have had, it. Was like there was M, there was M, like I mean, there's a few different ones now, but I mean, but how it's pretty rare. What was, it, what was the big one before a BR? I'm I'm thinking that was the MOBA? was that was that MOBAs and were MOBAs or MMOs? No, MMOs have been around for a while. Wow, so yeah, it would have been MOBAs, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking MOBAs. Yeah. Um. So yeah, had MOBAs Hero... come in a few. Hero shooters, kind Hero of, shooters, kind of. They they had a bit of a peak, but they didn't like. Not Next not for, in with tower defense. Tower defense. <laughs> um, TD balloons all the way. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, like Hero shooters had a small kind of burst, but it's, it's nothing on like the the BR. Yeah, but that's not a genre scale. though. That's just a different take on first person shooter, shooting. True. Yeah. It's the same. Same. Like, so. I'm talking about broad strokes here, like so oh, genre. Yeah, broad, yeah, yeah. I'm talking first-person shooter, third-person, you know, RPG or whatnot. No, like battle royale. Yeah, battle royale fits. You know, that's another big genre, and it's going to be around permanently now. It's not going. Oh anywhere. yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah love love it. Like, it's it's, it's like League of Legends. I think we, we, we mentioned this yeah. last week. La I think it was last week. Yeah. Or the week before. It's, it's just going to be there now. <clears throat> That's yeah. right. Part Constantly of, part sitting of there. Now. It's going to be there. Everyone's going to have one. Yeah. yeah. And the interesting thing is we might be in for a new genre of game soon. With so. um, Hideo Kojima's new game, Death Stranding. Yeah. He's already, he's already literally come out and said this is a new genre of game no one's ever played before. Okay. That's um, interesting. Has he has he got reasons that he can explain that to it? Did he give any reasons why? Or did he just say it? As if he's going to give any reasons why. He doesn't give anything. <laughs> Holy shit. You ever seen one of his trailers? That don't make sense. Yeah, no. Nothing he does ever makes sense. Even after no. you play it, really. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, if that does actually turn out to be a new genre of game. I think it is built more or less around um, human human connection. I think is the is the theme. Is yeah. The style. yeah, it's the theme. Yeah. It's yeah, it's about connecting people. 
and I think that's as far as he's going to let it go until it releases. Mm. Strider's just have... said to, uh, to to get him on the podcast. So Hideo Kojima, if you're listening, we'd love we to have you on. We would love to have you on. <laughs> sure. um, if you're not I'm listening, sure the man is. if you're not listening, somebody hasn't sent you sent you a copy of this, and they should get onto. Which is, which is why them. you should always get out there, um, review, rate, and share with your friends, guys. That's right. You should yeah, every time. You should. <laughs> and then, then when this goes, when you download this, take a copy of it and send it. Tweet it at Hideo Kojima. Look at you guys picking up on hints now. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> We're professional, I swear. <laughs> All right, dudes. Let's um, let's wrap it up. I reckon. All right. Cool. Cool. <clears throat> Who are we? What do we do? Puppies. I'm puppies. Kick it off. You can find me Twitter, Instagram, Mixer, Deft underscore puppies. Gray. Gray Aussie Gamer at YouTube and Twitter. And I am Static Oz <clears throat> with something stuck in my throat. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, all that sort of stuff. If you'd like to get in touch with the podcast, you can catch us on Twitter at left underscore pod. Uh, you can also find us at 9 p.m. ish. Australian Eastern Standard Time every Sunday night on Twitch and Mixer at twitch.tv slash staticoz and mixer.com slash deft underscore puppies with a Z. Thanks for hanging out, dudes. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back next week talking some more shit for your ear holes and your face holes. We'll see you then. See you guys. Bye.